pause to consider. The podcast where you put your busy day on pause to consider scriptural wisdom and encouragement on your walk towards God's kingdom. Thanks for joining me today. I'm Sam Taylor, here to get you thinking about the Word of God. I want to paint a picture for you by describing a scene from the Gospels that tends to get overlooked, but it's still ripe with meaning. Our story today comes from Matthew chapter 8, verses 1 through 4, shortly after the Sermon on the Mount. I want you to imagine the Lord getting to the base of the mountain with a throng of people following behind, eager to see what wonderful things he'll say or do next. And in contrast, a solitary figure tries to make their way through the crowd, seeking the Lord. This poor man looks like something you'd see from a horror film. He has deformed fingers turning his once dexterous hands into claws. There's blotches of scaly skin that looks like it's rotted even though he's still upright and moving. Tumors on his face that are so large and so dense they've caused the cartilage in his nose to collapse inward. His limbs are twisted and mangled like an animal attacked him. And on his hands probably are burn marks from not being able to feel anything due to the extensive nerve damage. This isn't your common ailment. This is leprosy. And there isn't a disease in the Bible that destroyed a person inside and out like leprosy did. Because not only was he deformed to the point of looking like a walking corpse, he was banished from his community, unable to participate in the daily routines that you and I take for granted Shopping, eating, worshipping. He had access to none of that. And everywhere he walked, he was to shout, Unclean! Unclean! That served as not only a reminder of his fate, but a warning to others nearby to avoid him, because they would become unclean too. So for this man walking through the crowd, he wouldn't be like others, pushing and shoving their way to get to the front. If you could imagine maybe a, a nature documentary with a shark swimming among a school of fish where the school moves as a single unit away from where the shark is going. If you can imagine that, you have a good idea of the efforts this crowd would have taken to avoid being made unclean by touching him. The while those people move away from this poor man. The Lord Jesus Christ stays fixed, like a stone in the middle of a rushing river. Before the Lord, the leper kneels. And I'll read the rest directly from the text. Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. And Jesus stretched out his hand and touched him, saying, I will be clean. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. This scene is remarkable when you just stop 
to think about it. A whole crowd of people moving away from this leper, but the Lord not only didn't move away, but he touched him. Jesus wasn't made unclean by touching him. Instead, the leper was made clean. How remarkable. Now, what's God trying to tell us with this story? What's the lesson for us? Leprosy was a disease that had a strong association with the law given by God to Moses. To see the external corruption of the body due to this terrible disease was to recognize the internal corruption of the heart and mind to sin. In other words, leprosy was a symbolic manifestation of worldly thinking. So when we read about these poor lepers and their terrible deformities, we should recognize that without Jesus, that is what we are morally. We are miserable, walking corpses, wailing to others that we are unclean. And that's a depressing thought, but without Jesus, that's our spiritual reality. But what about the Lord's ability to make the leper clean rather than him becoming unclean? This unique characteristic, it was actually foreshadowed back in Exodus 29, verse 37. Take a listen to how the Lord God described the altar to Moses. Seven days you shall make atonement for the altar and consecrate it, and the altar shall be most holy. Whatever touches the altar shall become holy. We hear a lot about the Lord Jesus Christ being the true sacrifice. We read in Hebrews about him being our high priest. But it's important to know that all things about the tabernacle were a pattern of things to come. The Lord Jesus Christ is also our altar on which we offer to God. Because we symbolically die and were born again through baptism in Christ's death and resurrection, we no longer need to offer dead animals as sacrifices. Here's how Paul explained it in Romans 12, verse 1. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. We are called to emulate Christ's sacrifice by offering up the best of our hearts and minds as a living sacrifice to God, with the Lord Jesus Christ as our priest interceding for us. But while he is our priest, he is also the very altar that makes our imperfect gifts holy. Though our hearts and minds suffer internally from spiritual leprosy, sin in the flesh, he doesn't become unclean because of our weakness and imperfections. But he can and will make us clean. He can make us acceptable. He can bring us again from spiritual isolation and loneliness to a place of welcoming and acceptance in fellowship with not only like-minded believers, but the Lord God himself. So if you ever feel like an outcast, if you ever get that feeling you're not good enough, like you might contaminate your worship, or you might contaminate the worship of others, then we should follow the example of the leper who recognized Christ as a true altar, able to make him clean. 
and draw near to him. So let's wrap up our thoughts today by considering Hebrews 13, verses 10 through 16, which speak of Jesus Christ as not only the sacrifice for our sins, but also the altar at which we sacrifice and serve. We have an altar from which those who serve the tent have no right to eat. For the bodies of those animals whose blood is brought into the holy places by the high priest as a sacrifice for sin are burned outside the camp. So Jesus also suffered outside the gate in order to sanctify the people through his own blood. Therefore, let us go to him outside the camp and bear the reproach he endured. For here we have no lasting city, but we seek the city that is to come. Through him, then let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God, that is, the fruit of lips that acknowledge his name. Do not neglect to do good and to share what you have, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. I'm so glad you decided to spend your time with me today on Pause to Consider. If you like this devotion, share it with your friends and your ecclesia. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or your favorite platform. For updates and to join the discussion on this week's devotion, follow the Facebook and Instagram pages. And if you've got feedback, I'd love to hear it. You can email me at pause to consider podcast at gmail.com. I hope this has been helpful for you on your walk. And I pray that we get to spend time together again next week, whether through this podcast or in God's kingdom. God bless.